this is like we're in March, so I'm, I'm going back as of you know what's been going on for this week in passing. Been down in D.C. and Virginia, running around and you know making some meetings um, of meetups. Told y'all meetups is like where's at for me right now. Um, I get to meet different people and different organizations from just different perspective than mine, you know. Um, and I did a couple of GBA, which is um, Government Blockchain Association meetups. Um, I did um, the DC Crypto Club and um, what was the other one? Um, I did, oh, I did the Morgan um, panel discussion on um, blockchain and, uh, no, what do they call it? Uh, cryptonomics and, and the future of business. That one was pretty interesting. Who was on that panel? Um, Portia Burton, Amir something, and uh, Matthew Green were on that panel. That was a pretty interesting um, discussion to see how they see what's going on and like moving forward in the space as far as business economics. And I forgot the name. Yeah, it wasn't Yancy. It was Yaya something. No, where is the thingy robot? Oh, ah. Sorry about that. It was, it was, um, Yaya J. Fanusi. Um, he was the host. Um, Aaron J. Burnett. He was um like super young entrepreneur dude who he's been in it since like he was in high school. Young guy. Um, but he definitely knew his stuff. And then Portia Burton, I was really interested in talking with her. She was also on the um. The women's panels discussion that I had went to earlier in the week or like the day before or whatever because the, this thing was on Thursday and then Matthew Green um, you can look those people up um, I'll have their name in the description thing and then you can kind of go from there with your stuff uh, what else happened did that I went to um, a thing at Georgetown yesterday um, on um, blockchain and uh, democracy which I'm curious, um, there was a senator from San Francisco who he's looking to implement a, a blockchain solution to how he can connect to his, um, to his um, constituency for that area and, and, and really have a more direct pulse on what they're interested in and what they care about and how he can argue that at the state level and then get into, you know, DC and all that, which it, it sounds very interesting. It's just going to be curious to see how it works out where if the community wants one thing, but he gave the example of like, he grew up in um, a gun culture where he hunted and stuff, but you're in, you have a constituency base that's more city folk and city folks aren't real gun enthusiast people. Um, so how do you work that whole thing out or where you have to argue something where, um, you have two parts in a bill and one part you agree with, but the other part, your constituency doesn't. So it's going to be an interesting thing to see how that situation goes moving forward. Um, another couple of other interesting people there, this one lady who works for a company called um cert path it's a small american-based company that's looking to deal with in um government agency level stuff um, a lot of conversations around government and blockchain i've noticed in the dc area for those meetups 
you don't necessarily have people who look to talk about cryptocurrency and how to use and how it brings economic sovereignty. You more so have a blockchain talking conversations, regulations, and how do we talk with the government and have them not, you know, totally come down on us or whatever. Or how do we how do we legislate it? How do we put certain parameters in on how you can operate with it? Um, and then like the crypto thing is like a over there, you gotta be on the fringe side talking about it. At least that's what I'm noticing. I just might not have gone to quote the right group yet. I don't know. Um, but that's what I've noticed down that way. Um, I still though, I'm definitely looking forward to push with being a part of GBA because the way it seems to me right now is there is this conversation going on up here about regulations, regulators, policymakers, and stuff. But are you that are you talking down here to the people who are actually on the ground using these things to understand if you come up with a law or a regulation that makes the thing either too cumbersome to use, obsolete to use, or just the thing or or that platform is so useful but your regulation then made it where it's the illegal to use now you push it into the underground and you have no oversight over whatsoever because my argument is constantly that the technology is doing one thing and it seems to me like people who are in the whole compliance and government regulation thing are looking at it like well no we can just do this and we can control it no that is not what it is and i and i definitely debate that out with people um, and I, I'm telling y'all how I am on this uh, thing right now, or the, going through this track right now. These, this is a part of what I'm going through learning. Like I gotta, I, I have to take into account that the government regulators and those agencies and bodies are stakeholders within the space. My whole thing is educating up to have them understand what is going down on the ground level. And then the people at the ground level being able to let them know about what's coming down and how it relates to them and how it will affect them. Um, whether it's the individual or whether it's the business person, you know, somebody looking to get into e-commerce or somebody who's a mom and pop establishment already and looking to start accepting cryptocurrencies or expand their business in a certain area. Um, that's how I'm going about this in regards to the consultation services that I'm um, looking to provide. And yeah, like I'm, I'm expanding out into that whole situation now. Like, so now I had to start working on a whole price listing page, which I had to really like write out all my thoughts on what to cover, what not to deal with case in point. If you're looking to get rich, I'm not your guy. If you're looking to get like trading points and what's the next ico thing i'm not your guy if you want to understand what cryptos are and what blockchain is and how these two things are connected and how one enables the other if you want to get into the space and operate in a safe and secure manner and understand enough of the basics to be able to maneuver in a comfortable um um mind state or a comfortable way like i'm your guy on that whether you're the individual or whether you're 
Um, like I said, a small business, medium-sized business, mom and pop, or somebody just looking to start a business, and it's like, well, I want to start a blockchain. Listen, dog, like, it's like, like, James and Lop, Lop said, like, if I, if I advise you on your project, I'm going to tell you why you don't need it until you can validly argue to me why you need a blockchain, why you need your own token, because now you're starting to get into ICO compliance stuff, especially if you're here in the States. And then now you're talking about where you need to hire a dev team. You have to then get um, a code audit. Then you got to get your security um, audit. And now you're talking about money. And in case you haven't understood this, this many videos in, I'm not about money um, in this. Like, granted, I want to be compensated duly, but... I'm more about the, the promoting of the technology. I'm about the helping people to get to a better position in life by means of this environment slash ecosystem. Um, so if you come at me with the whole, you know, hey, I got like blah, blah, blah money, I'm going to give you the basics of what you need. But if your whole thing is just money, 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 we might not work out in the best of the long run. Like, and that's all honesty, but like that, this is definitely stuff that I'm learning more, especially with the conversations I've had this week for the different meetings. So now I'm working on making my price listings and figuring out my price points and the services to cover and what not to cover. Um, coming up with a new tagline. I, I was running with the whole, like, how can, you know, it's simple. How can I help you? But it isn't quote the most clearest marketing thing I've been told. So I gotta really work on that part of it. And that's where we are right now. Um I gotta make some more videos and post some stuff up and it's Sunday and that's the weekly recap, y'all. So this is small trekking. I'm your boy Trek. Um until the next one, like go Google something, ducky duck something, like Read about blockchain, Ethereum, smart contracts. Go do something, y'all. It's there for you. So there you have it. That was the first half of the episode. Like I said, um, just me. I was trying to change the format at the time of what I was doing because... Um, it kind of got daunting to do uh, a recording every day about what was going on and at the time I didn't see the value in it and it was just uh, like just having to do that follow through and the, and the time commitment for what was going on was just a lot so I try to switch it up and do like a weekly thing and then um, obviously I had to readjust that again but yeah that was what was going on at the time um, those different events it was definitely good on the networking side but enough about that moving forward here's the actual interview or I, as I like to say conversation that um, me and Taylor were having and like I said we go all over for different things and yeah sorry about the um, train in the background that's where I'm at right now all right, GGs. Enjoy.
Hey, what's going on, GNGs? This is Trek and Cryptos to Connect. I am Trek, and today I got somebody on that um, me and this dude have been like kind of following, going back and forth um, on Twitter uh, for a little bit of time now. Like, he follows my stuff, I follow his stuff. He'll make a comment, I'll make a comment. He drops some like gifs, it, it, GIF, sorry, it's funny as hell. And then, like, you know, we go from there and um, we were talking the other day and I was just hearing about his backstory on how he got into crypto. And I was like, man, we got, I got to definitely get him on the show um, to talk about like just the different ways that people get in and then where you can go once you get in that you didn't even know existed before you got there. If you didn't know, um, the name of the show is Trekking Cryptos to Connect. The whole idea is to talk with people who are at the ground level um, forefront in regards to helping educate and empower people with cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology through, you know, sharing the information, whether they're doing the trading side of the house, whether they're doing the writing side of the house, are you an accountant? Are you, um, I'm even going to say, dare to say like angel investor kind of person, um, even the whale folks. Um, if you listen to any of the earlier stuff, you know, I kind of stay away from um, the bigger personalities in the space. So like that Brock Pierce level, that um, Roger Veer level, nothing personally against them. Um, it's just more so I'm interested in the people who I can more so readily, easily see at like, hey, I went to the movies and then there's ACU5 chilling over there like two rows back. You know what I'm saying? Or if I'm at the meetup, and it's like, hey, I see you, you know, once a month and we talk about X, Y, and Z and you're doing something interesting to help the mass adoption part of it. That's what Trek and Cryptos to Connect is about. Um, giving people hopefully some inspiration to get started on helping themselves and other people know more about what this technology is about to do in the coming years and, you know, get on board before it just kind of rolls you over. And you kind of fall privy to um, some of the false, misleading, um, popular narratives that are really being pushed out right now. So without further introduction, this guy right here, ACU, sorry, um, ACU2 BTC. AC and he just five. gave it, <laughs> five, sorry, AC AC, five. ACU5 BTC. Um, that's the Twitter handle, by the way. So if you're interested in hearing what he has to say, you can always find him on Twitter too. So let me let you introduce yourself. I apologize between the two and the five. I'm Army, my bad. <laughs> it's all good, man. So I'm Tyler, um, 31 years old, Southern California. Um, I got into crypto, actually, uh, you know, I was never, I was always working 12 hours a day. Uh, never had time to even pay attention to anything like this. Well, unfortunately, I carpooled for my first time and uh, ended up getting in a car crash. and broke my legs, tore all the tendons in my knees and, you know, couldn't walk for a long time. So I hired uh, somebody to come wash my cars for me. And, you know, soon enough, the guy came by and he's like, Hey, you know, you should look into Bitcoin. I was like, Oh man, that's a scam, dude. I heard about that a long time ago. So me being in my wheelchair, nothing to do. I started looking into Bitcoin. And the next thing you know, I see my neighbor, you know, guy lives right in the same area. He's on there talking about Bitcoin. That's a uh, Aussie, the BS filter. 
So then that okay. got me, Ozzy. All right. Yeah. So that got me more interested, you know. So I started watching him every day. I switched over from him, and I started seeing recommendations on YouTube. So I'm self-taught in Bitcoin strictly off of YouTube. Literally, everything I've learned either off of YouTube or people I've met personally, peer to peer at meetups. Uh, I've only gone to really one meetup that's uh, hosted by Rocky Palumbo uh, in Ontario, California. Great meetup, Bitcoin Maximalist. Um, that right there kind of woke me up to what's really going on. And I was kind of just really like intimidated in the space just because really haven't had a laptop or a computer in 10 years. Uh, I had a cell phone, that's about it. Took me about three and a half weeks to even really figure out how to buy Bitcoin once, you know, I've heard about it, you know. So then that's what got me searching, you know. Okay, well, the Bitcoin price was uh, $1,700 at the time, and it kept going up. So I was like, well, I'm not working right now. I'm stuck in a wheelchair. I got a little bit of money. Well, I'll throw some in and see what happens. I started making money, and I like making money. And then I started realizing, like, wow, there's a big community out here. You know, not just YouTube. There's Twitter. So I started yeah. I started a Twitter and then you start seeing, you know, the things that are going on in Twitter. You don't really know who to add at the time. So you just start typing in Bitcoin in the search. So I started typing in Bitcoin, start seeing all these people. I weed out through a lot of them, uh, all the scams. You get flooded by a lot of people just posting scams and stuff. So my whole point was I didn't want to get scammed. I, I actually signed up to this thing. It was like control finance, you know, me being a noob. I signed up to something a week later, it shut down. I lost, you know, a hundred bucks or so. So my whole thing was, okay, well, I lost some money. How do you make this so you don't lose money? I wanted to be, you know, dedicated to this, motivated to make something out of myself into this if I'm going to be stuck at home for a couple of days or weeks or months, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I was like, all right, this is cool. So I started getting inter interaction with people, you know, when I was tweeting, talking, and it just became fun, you know. It, there's a lot of uh, shit posting, uh, a lot of memes, a lot of FUD, a lot of uh, people just saying whatever they want about the space, and that's what's cool about it. So yeah. I like I like that. I got involved. Um, I started researching. Well, okay. Well, who built this? You know, I was like, there's got to be a person who built this. So I started researching all that. Then it led me to all the angel investors. Then I started following what they're doing, what they're investing in. A lot of people um, say like Peter Thiel, big investor. He's had his names in a lot of these top 10 coins, uh, Winkle bosses. You know, I started following what they're doing and I kind of got a concept of, okay, well, this is something that's not going to go away. You know, and these guys are bringing this up to regulations, trying to get their own regulations. So I was like, I really got to get into this for sure. This is groundbreaking. We are at 1998 of Microsoft days right now. So I wanted to be there. You can't miss this opportunity. So I took the time and learned a lot. You know, I don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. But I learned a lot, enough to get me by to make this my daily thing where I don't have to return back to a job. Um, I trade for a living. Um, I market. I reach out to people, get people connected. Um, so yeah, that's what pretty much got me going, man, uh, was a bad incident led, led me to Bitcoin and here I am. <laughs> and that's what it is. Um, 
like I say to people all the time, there are various ways you can get into the space. This is me breaking the fourth wall right now. I'm talking to you, the listeners of the podcast, um, or if you're eventually watching the video. I don't know which one. Um, it isn't a matter of you have to be a technical person. The information is out there. You just have to have that that want to be able to figure out what thing you can do within the space. Um, and you're not the first person to tell me they've had a medical situation that brought them to learn about cryptocurrencies. Um, and then I've heard a couple of other interesting stories. I was just like, wow, like, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't have thought of that as, to, as it being your intro, but it worked, right? You're here now and this is what you're doing. Um, another thing that I like to really like highlight in the show is, um, being able to meet people who've done that crossover, you know, not everybody is able to do that, that fiat to crypto crossover. Um, you still have more people who live off the space than they do in the space. But I feel like our numbers are growing though. Um, at least in my interactions, I feel like I come across, you know, here and there a little bit more than before um, compared to like, Back in like what 2014, I knew like one person who actually like yeah, my company pays me in crypto. Um, I pay my bills through different means of like a a fiat crypto crossover, and this is when like you didn't even have all the wallets that you have now, and like what you can do with BitPay and Shift, and you know um, it wasn't as smooth as it is now. And I'm not even saying it's 100% smooth now. But like, yeah, I met this dude back in like 2013, 14. And it, it kind of amazed me where it's like, oh, wow, like you could actually do it. And he was doing it apparently for like a couple of years, you know. Um, it's very hard. Yeah. It's very hard to find your way into it, though. I found out, you know, it's very hard, especially if, with no knowledge. I think the fastest way to learn about this space is team up with people that you trust, um, crowdsource your information, share it, use a discord, use Twitter. That's how I use a discord every night. Um, I talk to a couple of buddies every night. And what we do is we sit there for two hours or three hours or more just researching what's going on in the space. So we're always aware of what's going on and mm. try trying the technology too, like, you know, downloading, you know, in, building a node off of Raspberry Pis, stuff like this, you can challenge yourself to get a little bit more better and knowledgeable in the space. It's still very early. You see Casa nodes came out, they're selling little tiny nodes now for $300, just ready to go. You know, really? Hold there's, on. There's a big, Wait, I gotta ask you that one again. Casa HODL. Oh, um, um, what's his face's thing? Um, Jameson Lock? Yes. Okay. I think it's I think it's him. They sold out right away too. Really? So you know, if you're into manufacturing or technology, there's another opportunity you can start learning how to get into building nodes and uh making them better and more accessible for the everyday user to just go ahead and buy it off of you and connect it. There's a lot feel- of a lot of things out there you can make a lot of money on. I feel like the nodes thing, um, so I know you're tracking on the phone protocol. Yes, no? 
on the phone? I don't do anything with the phones, man. Just because. No, 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 no. Foam, foam, F O A M protocol. No, I haven't. Explain to me. So basically, they're looking to, they, that team has worked up to have like a new um, consensus algorithm as far as using the geospatial um, validation of saying like this um, device was here at this time. And then there's a, like a mesh network of devices um, across a given area. So you basically kind of ping into a tower. But you can um, run the, the 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 protocol on like a Raspberry Pi um, okay. kind of size device, and like basically off-shelf stuff, and then just download their software and just run it. And the idea being, as far as like the revenue side of it goes, is that the people who are um, owning the device um, will charge a fee i forgot what their their blockchain layer is but it's the idea of the revenue for the person who is is hosting that device like you know they're the one supplying the energy they're the one who um is keeping up with the maintenance of it they're charging a fee for devices to be able to route through their thing um their device saying okay boom i'm here at this location with the timestamp and all that other information um and I know it's, New York is like a, a pretty big testing ground for it. And I think they're doing some stuff up in, um, I don't want to say LA and I'm horrible at like the location of how California is laid out, but I think it's more up towards like Silicon Valley where people are just like putting them out there. Cause I know like if you go in Manhattan, there's a couple in like um, Manhattan, Brooklyn and Queens but more so more so towards where like those um boroughs kind of touch or are closer to each other you know what i'm saying um as opposed to if you went to like the outskirts suburb part of queens which is like crossing into long island where you're not necessarily going to find anything and you can look it up like you'll see the maps of like where the devices are for new york and it's pretty interesting i think um as far as the potential application down the line in regards to logistics, but then I also worry about the whole thing as far as tracking goes. Um, well, that, regards that's, why you tracking. Would, that's why you would have an address and you can probably have, you know, generate new addresses, I would think. Because you wouldn't have no. your name tied up to it. You would have a public. No, you, you, it wouldn't be PII level um, info, but, you know, like, it, you're you're only that one step away from eventually like well you got to register all of your PII and like you know what I'm saying yeah um, like a KYC almost right so yeah like that that whole thing kind of gets me but I still think the technology is dope and like I look at stuff like that and like blockchain and go okay we are on the on the precipice of looking at a ghost in a shell level of like technology and integration into society and it's like we're, we're right here looking at it and and I, I i look at it i'm just like yo like the iota the iota stuff like it all makes sense now like here's the base the base preemie baby part of the technology but like it's it can go in that direction is it going to exactly play out you know what i'm saying with like no hitches and and be all pretty and smooth and like you know people in power aren't going to do shysty things 
Hell no. But I'm still interested to see how it plays out. This is almost like a, you know, what's that, a sky cam, you know? <laughs> Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you're killing me right now. You know, you know how many times that I've been researching Bitcoin in the past two years that I've just thought, "Holy shit, man! They're really just going to track everything and everything we do." You know what I mean? And then I'm like, "Oh no, this is..." You know, when I first got in, I thought this was totally private. That's what was okay. A lot of people don't realize, like, it's an open ledger. Yes. You hand out your address to somebody; they can track that forever. That's and the only part, I was talking with somebody about it, and we were talking about how, so here you have it that the information is perpetually stored, and then, you know, computer processing is where it is now. But when computer processing five years from now, 10 years from now, you think they're not going to go back into storage records and be like, oh, wait, wait oh, you're Bob, who's on you owe some money. That's where that's where I see the AI technology taking off. Yeah. It would be AI machine learning. Um, that way, you think about the robotics they're trying to build right now. These things, you know, some of these AI bots are beating the world's smartest people in some of these games. Uh, that's just the start of it. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, start definitely. of it. Um, I, I feel like I feel in twenty years we might not even have jobs. Honestly. There will be Depending on what doing, very, very minimal, very minimal jobs. And I think that's where we're going to have uh, a subsidized income. Um, it's going to have to happen. Wait, and subsidized or universal? Universal. There you go. Universal. I'm not a fan of it, honestly. I, I'm not either. But the thing is, what's going to happen? You know, maybe this technology evolution of 3D printers is going to be so easy in the holograph era where everything's going to be a lot different it's kind of funny how you see ready player one you know oh I mean? dude and then the whole time he's collecting coins to stay alive in the game you know what i mean it, yeah. if you if you're a bitcoin guy and you think of this you know you're like okay here's a hint at the future that's i think that I think that all the time when i watch sci-fi stuff where i'm like what is the underpinning technology that allows that to happen, right? So you look at um, 3D printers and you look at the source material that they use, which is basically like a wax compound. I was talking to somebody who was talking about how down the road, and if not now, it's being played around with in the background of, um, of organic 3D printing as far as being not, I'm not going to say organs, but... Yeah, I see that, that question is already being asked, and some people are doing things that they're like, all right, let's see. If we combine these elements together and then use the machine in this way, would it do this? And they're already, you know? doing, they're already doing that um, right now, and they even build it. Blood goes through it. You can cut it. You know what I mean? It self-heals. Uh, yeah, they're, they're 3D printing organs right now. Um, I've seen it not personally, but on the internet, you know what I mean? And I follow all the technology that's up and coming and emerging. I try to stay up with how people are using blockchain itself to further advance, you know, our civilization. That's the thing. It's a tool here. We're just scratching at the fingertips of it right now. I think yeah. that 
the sky is the limit with this stuff. Um, we're going to see a lot of things change. Um, I really paid attention really tight to politics while this was all going on, when Bitcoin was going up, the new election and everything. Mm -hmm. And who the players I was uh, talking to with the heavy pockets when I was trying to learn on, you know, all these projects, I ended up being in Hollywood one night and people were talking about Bitcoin and they were deep pockets and I involved myself in the conversation and things are really taking off, man. A lot of this I seen was going towards the digital era for ownership of copyright and all that stuff. But these, mm -hmm. art, these artists are, you know, a lot of these up and coming artists can't make it unless they have an agent who really pushes them. But now if you, you can have all the decentralized tools that they've used, monetize your own stuff and make yourself a product now and be your own boss and accept cryptocurrency too with all this. Um, a lot of platforms like this. And then if we were to enter into the VR space, what was Ethereum? Vitalik Buterin was talking about ownership of the item in the video game, a smart contract. Yeah. So if we're going to enter into VR, and I like that HODL hat uh, VR that you made for your character, I want to buy it off of you. Well, then we would have a smart contract for that. I see that that's where we're kind of going more for gamers are the, look at the money that's poured into video games. Bro, Every, you're, you're jumping ahead of me on the questions right now where I'm like, I don't even got to ask the question. He already did. So okay. every, everybody has, you know, video game systems. I personally don't just because me being a military mechanic, I was just the old school way. That's why this technology of what I know now from what I knew two years ago, it's night and day, dude. I feel like that car crash smacked me in the head and woke me the heck up, you know? So I'm wow. woke to I'm woke to everything that's going on. I understand banking. Before, I was very bad with money. Didn't even have a bank account, you know. So this has brought financial. Wow. This has brought financial stability. This has brought a future job I see in the in the future with the knowledge that I know when this thing starts getting implemented and adopted. Um, I'm working with JustLearnBitcoin.com. I'm working with uh, some traders uh, that I I give inside information on that I try. I feel like it's going and then we talk from there and I get tips, I get rewarded and that's, it's a peer to peer community. I've met more people in crypto than I think I met in the military, hands down. I can believe that bro. Especially like once you really involve yourself and then I, you know how deployments go, you know, you be yep. all over the place and there's always some social thing, but like it's still relatively small. This like, what is it last week i was talking to somebody in rwanda um i'm trying to um connect with somebody in italy right now for another interview um i was talking with um another person that i've met from la and they were in mexico like you can be all over the place in this man it's, oh, it's cryptocurrency yeah. is a worldwide uh, social change of behavior, I believe. Uh, if you look at society right now, I drive down the street, I'll probably get flipped off if I accidentally get into somebody's lane. You know, people are just very to themselves and leave me alone type of thing. Um, social media, you see everybody on Facebook and their life so perfect, but it's really not. And then it leads a lot to depression. Now, if you can mm -hmm. find a group, find something you believe in, 
Me, personally, it's Bitcoin. I like to talk to Bitcoin maximalists, Bitcoin traders. I don't like to talk about altcoins just because right now, nothing has really done anything. The proven thing to me you. is nine and a half, ten years right now for Bitcoin, it has a proven record. Proven record, it's not going nowhere. The hashing power supplying it is just ridiculous. It's all worldwide. The nodes are spread out all throughout the world. There's satellites in the sky. I, for me personally, I don't believe there's anything that can really compete as in the currency, the blockchain. Now, all these other things you can create, but they're going to take a lot of hashing power if they're going to run on a blockchain. We're going to have a lot of things change here, and there's going to be a lot of new things showing up that's going to test Bitcoin, I believe. But I still believe Bitcoin will be the granddaddy of, of all of them. So Okay, so... All right, I, man, like I said, you you was jumping ahead on questions. Bro. Like, <laughs> I didn't even have to ask, man. He was like, I'm like, damn. I, I talk, oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God, like, you, you, you hit so many different things, bro. Um, you know, I, um, I'm looking at this space and I'm like, I'm I'm real Andrazian in this in this um, observation of the space as far as I came in under under the Bitcoin wing and then I learned about you know the other stuff the altcoins and stuff after and I had a period where it was like oh let me get this oh let me get that and then you know you kind of get beyond that whole money aspect of it and then you really start looking at like all right what is the technology what is this project saying they're gonna do does it really make sense in the long run or the bigger, you know, um, the bigger uh, picture? Um, what value is this really adding? Um, and tie, tie it into what's going on now with everything being hacked, all these centralized things, Facebook, all the things going on, mm -hmm. Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. It's going to be a big change. It's going to be a big change. Okay. Here's a question for you on on that note. So we're we're Twitter folks. Like I when I head out the house and get down the thing, I'm be on Twitter. Hey, blah 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 blah. Right? Um, we lose a, a Twitter. What, what's we, gain, we gain so, something better. So personally, I've been looking at uh, Peter Saddington, the guy who posts yo, unlimited videos all day long, just man. Throwing, throwing you the knowledge and all the skills. Free of charge. That, he grinds like he has to be like one of the top five grinders in the space that I pay attention to. And yeah. I'm really bad at paying attention to the big name folks. But yeah. that dude with, yeah. with what him and his brother's doing, um, with the different the the the, the yen, the um the uh, what is it, coin puffs coin and uh, the bitcoin.pub, which yeah. I think Bitcoin is P90X system to teach people all about it for free. Yes, yes. For free. Yo, um, for all of the different forums that I've been on so far, the Bitcoin pub, I think, is one of the nicest, um, even keel, open, like, crypto communities that I've been in, in regards to you know, when you get into Reddit, Reddit is like a garden hose of information. Even if you're just talking about crypto and then you get into the whole thing of the back and forth of people, the same thing could be said about um, Twitter 
And like Telegram, oh my God, like I don't even open my Telegram app no more just Telegram because. Like, and then they were going to do the ICO for Telegram. Get out of here. Yeah. I don't even use Telegram. Like Telegram, the name itself is 20, 30, 50 years gone. You know, they, they don't need to be around. That's a scamming elitist site, man. Like I don't like that. I'd rather have something where you own your own content, your own data. You can set up your own community and monetize it any type of community you want you could be just like peter satin says you could be selling blueberries you could be the goddamn best blueberry seller there is on the internet and you can monetize it then you can sell definitely everything else so that's the key then on his yen.io he's running the same interface with coinbase so you can go and buy bitcoin so if you just made a purchase of $25 in Bitcoin and you posted it, well, hey, Trek just did a purchase of $25. I can press the button that says copy what you are doing. So I could buy the same amount with you. He's building that up in there too. So now it's like wow. you can have it publicly and it's all about crypto and decentralization. Like these guys are offering this stuff for free. Like, yeah. I'm like him and his brother, man, like, two hard working grinding dudes in the space and i was always at a loss at like how he made so much content and then once i started having to like get into the making the the blogs and the the, the twitter posts and blah 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 then it was like okay i i see what you're doing and i have so much more of an appreciation for how much time he puts in on making content but shit that's like actually relevant and he puts it out there and it's just like man like that i want to say there are very few people on that level dropping as much information out in the space and putting people on to like some of the bs like um i remember when he started making comments about what was going on with the market cap watch websites yes and like no one was talking about that like that and like that got me questioning that whole thing of like how a coin market cap was looking at stuff. And then I forgot what had happened. And then like Jay Snip four said something about it, but no, it was on um, Coinbase where there was a price discrepancy thing. And now I don't even, I don't even bat an eye at coin market cap. And that's not to say no. anything for the people who do It's just not something I use now when it comes to like, you know, figuring out what the, price in usd is of something and i barely look at stuff now as far as oh well what's today's price if like, you really want to get the accurate information tradingview.com you choose your exchange that you're trying to get the price off of and it's right there and it's accurate <laughs> so the coin market cap they get a mix of all kinds of stuff they're even including some exchanges that are shut down and the price mm -hmm. is still locked at a certain price so yeah you can't really get an an ideal average price out of the exchanges when some of these exchanges aren't even being traded on. What do you think of coin puffs then? I love coin puffs. Um, just because he also has the news right on the side, you know what I yes. mean? Yes. So the only thing cool that got thing. me like annoyed with them was, um, you, you, it's connected to Changely so you can like buy, but you can't just buy any, you have to kind of do the whole conversion thing and then certain stuff you can't do stateside. Okay. Yeah. 
Like yeah. figured that out the hard I think way. I think they've been busy on the yen.io, man. <laughs> hey, I, I and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. They're in beta testing. They're in beta, huh? testing, they're in beta yeah. testing right now, and alphas yeah. to be released too. So looking. Well, well, this was like this was like months ago when I um, I was using them before I had fully switched away from Coin dot uh, Coin Market Cap. But yeah, yeah. yeah, so if they made updates by now, my bad. I'm sorry. I still do like what those guys are doing. Um, so you know, hats off to them. Um, okay, I am definitely running on my time right now. So let's go to this one. Um, you kind of gave some hints of it before, but you know, product or service prediction wise, what do you see moving forward for this space? I say entertainment business or movies, um, content creators. There's going to be more of digitalizing your assets on these new internet 2.0 that they're pretty much creating. I think that your data is worth money. Obviously it is. That's how these people make all these money off of you. So now I think that we might be in a stage to where we can find platforms to tokenize ourselves if we're going to be giving out our data to certain things. Okay. Um, that, okay. I, I want to throw this out there. Huh? That's just where I see little things going right now. Okay. Let me throw this one out there and see what you think of this. So I think that gaming is definitely a big thing, like you're saying. But the other thing that I think people in the technology space, as far as the more business-minded folks and the more like, you know, you can only do business a certain way or connect with certain companies are doing what they did in the 2000s when the dude who like on the back end brought up all of the porn websites and created Pornhub, Mm -hmm. I think that there's, there's definitely a new wave um, or a new blood that's um, working in for the uh, adult entertainment industry, if you don't want to say the P word. Um, and people really sleep on how much me social media and internet technology came out of that space, like streaming, um, the, the multicasting, being able to deal with like... Um, the, the 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 payment walls and stuff like that like a lot of that stuff that we take for granted right now porn helped that and i think that with crypto and blockchain and like being able to have um digital sovereignty of your of your you know pii in that aspect like and then looking at like the whole tokenization thing that that combo of or, or, or algamation of those things put together, and I think like a couple of different platforms are like playing around with it now. But like what it's gonna look like in the next couple of years, it if you get over the morality of yourself, you have to acknowledge like tech tech wise, like wow. And then on the money end, like we all know. People might not like talking about porn and sex and shit, especially in the States, but we know the money's there. Yeah. So right now, think about this. Like if I want to go to a concert and we got this VR technology that's just advancing so much right now. Mm -hmm. 
this is where I see that these artists are going to start, you know, having their own either accepting Bitcoin as like, you know, a, a ticket to their show in the VR world too. Now this brings you right then right. and there in front of the action, you're there live, but you're on your couch, you know what I mean? But you can even look around and everything because they're using these cameras in entertainment right now to try to get more people to buy tickets from remote locations. Yo, okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Like right okay, so I want to say this... And somebody who's real technical as far as like the whole AV stuff and like cinematography and, and movies and, and that stuff might definitely reach out and correct me on this. But as far as 3D camera um, um, cinematography, um, we all associate it with the matrix. Mm -hmm. But if you were looking at what was going on within the porn community, they were using multiple camera angles for um, paid service websites for those private subscriptions. And that was a thing before the Matrix came out. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, so, so come check on. So check this out, you know, as a, as say if I'm 50 cent, right? And I wanna get, you know, I wanna go and do a show and I only want 50 people in. The first 50 people that buy this token are now granted access to I'm going to host a, an event or a I'm private, show. A private show yep. and that's all tokenized. So now you can even have it. So it's a public ledger, right? So now 50 cent will have a public ledger of the money he's generated on there. It just knocks out tax people. It just knocks out a lot of things because it's a public ledger. It's all there. You can see how the artist is doing digitally selling this stuff, uh, concert tickets. You know, I was looking at some things where it's like, yeah, you pay to get in this concert. Uh, they'll put you pretty much front row and you're experiencing it in VR. Now where I'm getting to is there's even something crazier than VR. I've seen this stuff. It's called 2D to 3D, no glasses. It's a microchip in your phone. Now imagine that what that's going to bring to the blockchain community, uh, people who are following like Ethereum for owning ownership of things. So now you can create something and have it 2D brought into 3D on your phone Holograph up. So, so now, but it's even crazier, man. Now, what if they advance that so much where you're beaming holographs around the block? Or, you know, as a store owner, I just created a cool little logo for you and it's a hologram. And now I could put up this little camera and have this hologram spinning outside of your storefront. Well, now mm. you have 500 stores. Okay, well, I can sell you a smart contract. So you have 500 of these things, ownership. There will never be any more. I can't create more through a smart contract. So okay. VR, okay. I see the VR space uh, with also AI is building stuff just re ridiculous. AI can build a movie just with keywords. You can get keywords and have five-second clips, 10-second clips. You can create a movie off of AI gathering video feeds. Think about how publicly people put videos all over. So if you're putting a logo, yep. you want to make a video about Italy. Well, all you have to do is go and type Italy, get all these video feeds that people publicly post on all these sites. Because right now, now I can use somebody's publicly you know, shared video on a video that I can make money on almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now if we privatize that, it kind of restricts AI and what AI can grab from us.
unless it has the key to our data. Or unless you release at a fee that data. Exactly. So what do you think Google and Facebook's been doing with their AI? Well, they know more about us than we know about ourselves. Now, they could start charging you saying, okay, well, you don't have a job right now. You don't know what kind of job you want to get into. But we gathered all your data and we see what you're interested in mostly. So now we can direct you into getting a job in this field. That's, mm -hmm. where, that's where it's like, really, we can have that own, our own power, create your own AI with all your own data and make you a better person. You know, if you're lacking in certain fields, it'll tell you. You know what I mean? It's kind of creepy though, because you see these commercials, you know, when you're pissing into a urinal and it's telling you, you need to hydrate. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, bro. Like, yeah. yeah the robot, there's a robot out there that finds Waldo in six seconds every time in the books. <laughs> wow. Yeah. There's definitely like so many things that we could just run down the rabbit hole on. And, and this is what, like, I'm trying to bring the people through this platform called Trek and Cryptos to connect. Like you have the people who are quote, we're the daydreamers, but from what we see and what we understand as we're living in the space and not just like, you know, listening to what CNN and, and MSNBC is telling us, like things are being put together that will eventually come out to the public. There is no question on whether it's going to make mass adoption or be integrated into everyday life that's how we see it yeah. and we're trying to get other people put on to like hey this thing is going to come out and when, when it really comes out at the at the bigger mass adoption level like don't get totally knocked over and be lost or get swindled for somebody telling you hey you know i can do blah 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 for you for a cryptocurrency asset management and charge you out the wazoo and it turns out you're going to do the same thing for yourself exactly. like these are the things, man. Um, all right. So closing question, because I definitely got to make just, my... I just want to leave you with this. You know how you're saying about the technology, it's just going to come and bam, there it is. Um, the Queen of England did a speech for Christmas and was pretty much talking about the warnings of the technology that's coming out and how fast advancements and stuff like that. I believe that this is the blockchain and um, everything that's going to be created off of that. Uh, things are going to be changing here really fast, I believe, especially with the push of the 5G network that's going to speed everything up. We're going to need the computing yeah. power. The only thing right now slowing everything down is the computing power. And I think once we break that threshold um, and use you know, our devices to share everything, you're going to get paid on sharing your stuff. Uh, Micropayments, micropayments, my phone's ah. My phone's just sitting here. It could be mining Monero right now. Um, mm -hmm. Stuff like that. You know, you got smart chips and all kinds of devices. Well, why are these things backdoored? And, why are they backdoored and hacked? What do you think <laughs> they're really doing? They're mining Monero on your shit, man. <laughs> Bro, I see now they got USB cords with fucking SD cards in them. Yeah. I was like, what? Why? Like, all right, I'm... Man, I'm, I we could talk for a hot fucking minute, bro. Dude, but I want I want to. I've only opened one percent of what I know. I I, I know, man. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, so of um the products and services as far as what is crypto blockchain based, 
what is something that you use that you would tell other people about? Uh, right now, right now I'm just hedging, bro. I'm just trying to gather as much as I can. Um, all right, crypto, let me read crypto read. platforms. I'm using not necessarily what you're doing, but what do you use? I so use is there an exchange? Are you prefer to a wallet, or is there like a game, something? Yeah, so I, I'm trading on uh, Deribit.com. I trade there. Um, I trade a little bit on BitMEX. Uh, I do margin leverage uh, trading. Um, I I learned uh, from Crown Crypto. I linked you with him. Um, yeah. I got involved in his uh, course that he did. Um, and I learned that when they say 90% of traders lose their money, it's fucking true, bro. <laughs> like, it is very hard. You have to really be educated in this space. You have to spend the time and knowledge you know, dedicate yourself to trading if that's what you're going to do. I feel that the best way in Bitcoin is to just buy it, uh, dollar cost average, forget about it until they're done building whatever they need to build. And if you could be a part of what they're building and you understand what they're building, get out there and be, be that person to help out in that space. There's all things, all kinds of things are being built off of this. Okay, I just want to. I just want to go on that last part. He said, "If you can get out there and be that person, it don't mean you got to be the techie guy or a girl. It don't mean you got to be like the big boss CEO person. But there is something that you can do in this space between what skill set you have, what knowledge you know, or what you're willing to do to be compensated in cryptos in this space. And you can do it all from home. I'm in my garage, bro." Same thing here, man. Same thing here. I I will definitely say, um, I in in some regards, like being able to cross over and work in the crypto space for the way I'm doing it now was a real big help for me. Because when I came back last year for my second deployment, I was just not feeling the whole having to leave the house thing, yeah. and I don't know why per se. And I'm not saying like, oh, I'm a PSD survivor, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to undermine the people who I know who really have that. Um, but it was definitely a difference. And this was one of those things that definitely helped me. Yeah. See, I, I found support going through my injuries uh, through people I met through Bitcoin. Um, DJ, Meat Popsicle. Um, yes. I talked to him for a whole year, uh, Rocky Palumbo and Dan, the 21 million club. We religiously talked for hours and hours every day, all helping each other out, understand the technology. I was kind of the one that was down here at the bottom. And now I feel that I am probably the 5% that know what's going on in this space. <laughs> so okay. it, it doesn't, it really doesn't take much. Just get yourself involved. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, contact information if somebody wants to like you know get put on to something going on in la or cali in general um somebody might want to you know pick your brain about trading stuff if you could help them out uh let them know how to reach twitter uh at acu5 btc and also if you want cons uh, consultations uh i have services up on justlearnbitcoin.com also all right, you heard it here. Um, this is ACU5BTC, aka Tyler, and 
one cool hell of a dude who knows a lot. Um, we all have different ways of how we got into the space and how we are definitely looking to help expand the space. And that is the whole point of Trek and Cryptos to connect. I am Shrek, and this is the end of this episode. And if you liked what you heard, um, share, thumbs up, like, all of that fun stuff. Tell a friend. Um, and, you know, come back for the next one. All right? Have a good one, y'all. Peace. And there you have it, GMGs. That was the conversation between me and ACU Cloud BTC. And like I said, we kind of just went all over the place, uh, even with the framing questions, man. Like, he's just an interesting dude to talk to. And then to hear his story of how he got into the space, granted, the, 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 the event that got him there was kind of tragic. Um, but, like, he definitely spent the time wisely, to say the least, right? And um, if you want to reach out, like I said, that's the uh, Twitter handle. You can find them on Twitter all day, right? So, GMG, just want to let y'all know, thanks for listening. If you've been coming back, and if this is your first time listening, I appreciate you taking the time. I would also ask that if you could share, like, make a comment on um, Anchor or any of the other podcast that you podcast platforms that you are listening to me on would really appreciate that and the donations are open so if you could help out because i gotta say doing the one man show uh is definitely a task intensive um thing as far as right now i'm still backlogged on posting out the events or start the conversation and so the editing, doing the booking, the recording, all that fun stuff, it's a one-man show here. And it has definitely been a true learning experience. And I appreciate those of you who are listening and who are uh, making any level of donation. Once again, like I said, if you could share, like, comment. And, um, yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, you know what? Also, I want to add this in there. If you are in this space, if you are an adult entertainer, if you are a crypto artist, if you are a um, project manager, if you are a coder, if you are a person who um, walks dogs and takes cryptos, if you are a mechanic who you're in the cryptos, you don't have to relate to what your day job is, I want to talk to you. This is me putting out a public um, call to anyone who hears this or anybody who has a friend or has a family member who does something crypto related, I would like to talk to them. I would like to have them on this podcast, Trekking Cryptos to Connect. And that's how I'm going to leave it out there, Jimmy G's. Um, just letting y'all know. It, it's, it's about inclusion, and inclusion is going to work, work to get us to mass adoption. So, come on, share your story. All right, G&G's one until the next episode.